Hello everyone and um, welcome to today's episode. In today's episode I kind of want to go over the crown center which I always want to call the crown chakra because <laughs> they're so in alignment um, and I also want to go over the Ajna center. Um, this is just a recap. Uh, we're, we're talking about the centers in the human design body graph and how they move energy through our existence. Now this is gonna be a little bit of a different one because I have kind of point forms and I'm just gonna kind of flow with the energy of information. So bear with me. Um, Source is gonna take us to wherever we need to go to understand and integrate this information. Uh, welcome to The Magic of Human Design. I'm your host, Candace Wishman, a 6'2 generator psychic intuitive and lover of all things that remind us how, of how amazing we are and human design is one of those things. So we're gonna start off at the very tippy top of your human design body graph or natal chart, which is uh, with the crown center, and that's the triangle, the right side up triangle at the very top, that, that first geometric shape that has three gates in it. And I'm gonna kind of talk about, when I talk about these centers, I'm gonna talk about the kind of energy they process for us, as well as the um, what happens if they're open and what happens if they're closed. Because I just feel, and honestly, the more I get into the <laughs> understanding of centers, the more it makes so much sense to people what's happening in their lives and why they can do certain things really well and why they struggle to do other things really well. And the struggle really comes from this expectation that you need to be like everyone else, even though it doesn't really come out that way. It's kind of, and, and I'll get into that, but it's, it's really more so just allowing yourself to understand your, um, the natural flow and the challenges you're going to experience if you're trying to do things like everyone else. So with the crown center, we have the center of inspiration and ideas. And this is kind of where we experience inspiration in some form. We um, have the creation or inception of ideas in some way. We're inspired by life, by people, by feelings, by experiences. It's also so much of what we know, in quotes, where it comes from. Like how we receive this will also be dependent on whether your crown is open or defined. But it's really the inception of new ideas. Um, and so the crown center is actually the only center that's connected directly to one other center. All the other eight centers are connected to at least two other centers in their interaction of energy. So, and that's kind of why I chose to do the crown center and the Ajna center, which is the upside down triangle right underneath the crown, uh, in your body graph. And, uh, because they work together. And I'm also going to talk about if you have one open and one closed or both closed or both open and what that actually looks like and uh, experience what the experience is like. So um, the energy of, of the crown chakra 
has to go through the Ajna center before it can reach any other part of the body or, or other energy centers um, because it's meant to process things for you as you're receiving the information. So let's talk about if you have a open crown center. Okay, so if it's open in your chart, it will be clear of any coloring. It won't be filled in. It'll just be white or blank or what have you. Um, if you have this open crown center, you're picking up and sampling energy from everything around you and perhaps even those with a defined crown. So people with a defined crown are going to be more dominant right? And we'll get to that in a moment. But if you're an open crown, you're pulling in information from around you. Uh, you're pulling in inspiration. Some of the people you find most inspiring on some level will likely have um, a defined crown uh, because they're more dominant in projecting the uh, projecting ideas. Uh, much of your information and ideas will be from an external influence. You're open to the new ideas and concepts and you're meant to take them in and even sometimes take them on if it serves. You may even develop additions to these ideas or information that can expand it from its orig origin of its source. So, so much of what you're doing is you're sampling and oftentimes people with open centers in some way, especially with this crown, they're taking it in to improve on some level. They're taking it in. It's going to be very rare for you to have your own original ideas, but it doesn't mean you can't make the, the idea original to you. And so if you can honor that about yourself and know, because I'll get to why this is important. And I, I know I keep deferring things, but things pop up and I don't want to get too much out of order <laughs> because I don't want you, I don't want it to be all confusing because that's kind of how my brain works. It's a little confusing. Um, but it's, the good thing is, is that you will find inspiration in almost anything, in your environment, in what you're watching, in who you're engaging with. You're going to feel inspiration outside in that's going to bring energy into you and these new concepts and new ideas and, um, and what have you, right? So the challenging part is that when you have an open center and you're receiving energy outside of you, it can become pressurized. So on one hand, while you're being inspired, you might feel the pressure to answer questions. You might feel, well, that's more a little bit more of the Ajna, but um, it's in addition to the Ajna, but you might feel um, like you're not original. You might struggle with the fact that you're not creative enough to make something for yourself and these are just challenging things that you just get to accept and be like you're not meant to maybe create originality in that way but maybe you're meant to create something originality in your own way you know maybe you didn't start the idea but you made it your own kind of a deal right so just being mindful of feeling pressured from that outside energy to take it on and make it yours if it doesn't align you're gonna want to continue to operate with your authority. So if, you, if you're not 100% sure about what your authority is, what your type is, what your strategy, your signature, I highly recommend you dig into that because this is also going to help you understand your centers. Um, let's say you're, uh, it's, it's generally going to be, <laughs> does this feel good to take on? Does it not feel good to take on? But depending on your type, 
you know, if you're a generator, it's going to, are you frustrated by it or do you feel satisfied? Like you're going to want to understand your own signature with that. And then your authority, of course, is going to be another layer to that. But um, there's lots and lots of information out there on that. And I highly recommend you definitely dig into that. If you have a a closed crown, I want to keep saying crown chakra, but it's crown center. Um, So much of what is happening with you inspirationally doesn't mean you're not inspired by other people, but you are most likely to create inspiration or create new ideas inside of you. You're receiving from source. You're, You're receiving and cultivating and ruminating and creating ideas that project outwards and inspire others. So um, the great part about this is that you're super clear about what actually inspires you and you're super clear about what it is you're trying to create. And um, the challenging part is going to sometimes be being open to new ideas, being open um, and, and you'll have a strong stance on what feels good and what feels what doesn't feel good. So it's not about making yourself be open to anything, but you might get so caught up in your own internal ideas that you forget that you live in an external world sometimes. So that's just something to be mindful of and to kind of look lift up and, you know, look around and <laughs> see how your energy is affecting other people as well. And not from a place of feeling responsible for how people react to you because I don't believe in that either. But there's definitely um, um, being able to come out of your own head, if you will. Um, So let's get into the Ajna Center a little bit. Um, The Ajna Center is the center for processing and mental integration. So and here's the thing, don't come at me because I just have a little bit of a different view of this. I have a closed I have a closed um, uh, crown and Ajna. So, so much of what I pick up on isn't from the ideas of other people, but it's coming in through source. So my purview is a little bit different. So how I perceive things is a little different. Um, but I, I know that everywhere you kind of look up the Ajna center, uh, is about ideas, but to me, this is actually where the Ajna integrates and processes the energy of the crown and brings Um, our ideas into a form of understanding. To me, the ideas don't come from here. We're just able to conceptualize them from here. So this is very much um, the center that holds our beliefs, our opinions, um, kind of our view of things, perception, and it processes energy in accordance to those beliefs, opinions, and perceptions. So if you have an open Ajna, okay, you're going to be sampling other people's beliefs, other people's perceptions, other people's opinions. And I'll kind of, I kind of want to dig into this just a little bit. So if you're a reflector or a calibrator, all of your centers are open um, and you're going to have a completely different way of of anchoring in what feels good and what doesn't than anybody else. Because everyone else has at least one or two or three or more defined centers to help them 
process internally what they're sampling outside of themselves and bringing in. So for those of you with also an open Ajna center, you're going to have a different way of processing your information. And again, I'll get to that in just a moment. So again, if you're open, you're sampling all of these things. And the really great thing about that is that you're going to be really flexible with your beliefs. You're not going to get stuck so much on a certain belief. You're not going to get stuck so much on a certain opinion. You're going to be flexible and be able to process different concepts and different perceptions and different mental energy, right? Um, The challenging part is there's going to be a pressure to want to stick to one view or one belief system because we live in a very mental world where you need to be firm about something. You need to have a fixed opinion about something in order to be considered um, respectable or or to be considered um, intelligent or trustworthy or whatever it is. So just be mindful of where you're trying to hang on to something as if you're supposed to in this world because I think that's just going to make you feel... Um, confused and it's going to make it harder for you. You're not meant to stick with one thing. You're meant to sample everything and decide what works for you in the moment. And that's a really beautiful thing, I feel. For those of you with a defined Ajna, um, you're going to have a fixed way of processing things. And you might have a very fixed opinion about things or a fixed belief system, uh, which can be a bit of a struggle if in these in these changing times we're dissolving those belief systems but for you it may actually be more like you trust your ability to process and so you're able to be flexible with your opinions and beliefs but only in the way that you're not actually influenced by people and experiences outside of you so you're actually able to discern very quickly and um, very clearly what beliefs you want to take on and what opinions you want to take on and what's resonant and what's not. Um, if So, so I kind of want to talk a little bit about the open and closed relationship between the crown and the ajna. So the first one I start want to start with is if you have an open crown and you have an open ajna, this is what happens. You're not only taking in ideas and inspiration outside of you, but you're also taking on beliefs and opinions and the ability to process that mental energy outside in. And this can sometimes create confusion. I find in my experience, people with both of these centers open tend to struggle with imposter syndrome. And I know, like for those of you that know anything about the centers, our G center in the middle of our chart, the diamond shaped, is our identity center. But we don't process our identity through the heart yet or through the center uh, of our energy. We process it through our mental perception of the world. And if there's no defined uh, process for those centers on your top, you're going to perceive that you don't really have an identity, that you're taking on someone else's ideas and you're being like somebody else and you're thinking like someone else and you're believing like someone else. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to create uh, the, the possibility for feeling like you're an imposter when you're really just inspired by other people and wanting, wanting to participate in that energy. Um, it's 
so just be mindful of that. It doesn't mean you're actually an imposter. It means you're actually honoring your true nature of being caught up in someone else's energy. And, and, and this is where you're um, actually getting to experience and grow and expand. It's through the outside in. And again, if you have other centers, and we're going to get into each of the other centers and other things, but your other centers will help you define what's good for you and what isn't. So I feel like um, when it's an open, when you have those two things open, just to be mindful of how you're judging yourself for not really having a fixed anything in regard to the mental energy and not beating yourself because sometimes you're going to get caught up in things and you're going to want to, um, how, you know, you have this, let's say you have this experience and it's not a great experience and you're going to want to judge yourself for being like, I should have known better, but that's not how your energy works. Your energy is meant to get caught up in things so you can have the experience of that, whether it turns out or not, it's the experience that you're learning from. So, um, I also noticed, um, and this is, this might be a lot more of people, um, I don't think I've, I have yet to see a chart that has a closed crown and, a, and an open Ajna. I'm sure it's out there, but I have yet to see that. But I find that people who have an open crown and an open Ajna have a really hard time visualizing. So you have these meditations that are like, visualize this or whatever. And you have to remember so much of your information comes from outside in. You're not designed to create imagery inside of you. And it doesn't mean that you don't have the ability to see things. It's just you have to experience what you've seen in order to be able to see it again. I don't know what that is, but don't, you know, I just want to say, don't judge yourself or beat yourself up if you can't visualize. That's just not how the energy works for you. You get to just experience. And um, I had a conversation with my cousin who... <laughs> She doesn't know I'm talking about her in this, but if she listens to it, she'll know. <laughs> um, because for her, and she also has a um, an open solar plexus, so we'll talk about that when that comes up. But for her, it's more of like, because of where her centers are defined in her body graph, it's more about physical sensation and the things that she experiences that way that are going to give her uh, that full experience of the meditation it's not going to be from um it's not going to be from coming inside of her and envisioning with her mind i find open ajnas have a really hard time with imagination and it's not a judgment it just that's just not how the energy goes because the uh, energy of imagination is the creation inside and projected outwards which is where we find the uh defined centers so if you have an open crown and a closed Ajna. Um, this is super interesting because so much of your inspiration and ideas and everything are coming outside in. So you're probably, you know, looking at uh, somebody and gleaning information from that experience. But with your Ajna defined, you have a consistent way of processing those interactions. Um, the struggle is that you'll have this openness and pressure to respond to the inspiration and ideas and sometimes feel the need 
to or pressurized need to answer things that have nothing to do with you and your defined your defined ajna is going to try and fit these expansional ideas into a box of its making <laughs> so it may be really hard to I just feel like I'm trying to feel into the experience because it's a really strong mental capacity that's going to want to try to compartmentalize and put things in boxes, but the crown is like super expansive. So it's going to be a little, if you can be aware of that, where you're where your mind or your brain is trying to compartmentalize and put things in boxes and label things, it may help it may help you to understand it's doing that so you can just allow the information to process and integrate without trying to overanalyze it because that defined ajna is going to want to it's going to want to put things in a box it's going to want to make things very um very linear if you will so it, it might feel like this really weird pressure and then you're spending all of your mental energy trying to answer things that have nothing to do with you so it's just to be mindful of that it's not because I think if I think when you get used to that energy you can actually take these really wild ideas and make them practical with that Ajna center if you're not trying to fit it into something that you already know if you're allow if you allow yourself to be a little bit flexible and just allow it to to show you the practicality of it or um, how to implement it in a practical way in the physical world I think it you know, the world will be your oyster. Like, I think it'll just really um, help you not only integrate new information, but it'll help you not feel so restrictive about what it is you're receiving as if you need to figure it all out. So for those of you with a defined crown and a defined ajna, <laughs> um, for me, this experience is so much of what I understand and know comes from inside of me. Um, it's often affirmed outside of me, but I will often say things and do things and depending on who I'm talking to and what their centers are, they have no idea where that, where I even came up with that. There's something like so much of my mental processing, my beliefs, my opinions, my ideas, my inspirations. And, and I'm only talking about me because this is the experience I know having the, those two defined is coming from within me. It's created within me and then projected out and reflected and mirrored an affirmation. And um, so it's sometimes the challenge I have is I think everybody's like that. <laughs> I 100% think everybody's like that. I'm like, I'm like, can you not see this? <laughs> like, the visualization and imagination works 100% for me. But it makes me deaf sometimes to the outside external world because I'm not sampling from other people and bringing it in. So the great thing is that I'm really solid in what I know and it's clear and it's concise and it is what it is. On the challenging side of that, I'm a little bit deaf to what's going on outside of me <laughs> in in the whole, the whole concept. Of, and sometimes I probably come across as naive because 
it's hard for me to fathom that something exists as I haven't sensed it. I didn't bring it into me. It's not an experience that I understand. So it's not that I'm naive and it's not that I'm not intelligent. It's just that it's just that it's harder for me to fathom because it's not something that I could create within me, you know, the way that people think sometimes. And it's, here's the deal. I'm a, I'm a clear cognizant. So it's a little bit different for me. I can tap into other people's energy. I can choose to do that through my other open centers. I can actually tap into people and get a sense of what's actually happening, but it's not an original thought for me. It's something that I actually have to take action on and, and, play with. So those are kind of the two. And I know you guys, there's probably so much more information about this. Um, and I, and I try my best to kind of explain a little bit how the energy moves within these centers and how they affect the way that we operate and the way that we interact with ourselves and the world around us. So I hope that I'm getting to, um, and if you don't really understand that, you can just trust in the messages that come through where it's like, okay, this is, you know, X, Y, Z. This is exactly what I'm experiencing. This makes sense. I can work with this, kind of utilize it as a tool to be like, okay, I can accept this about myself. And in that acceptance of however it is I operate, I can then now move into ease and expansion. So, um, anywho, I hope that this, this has helped. Um, the next center that we're going to do is the throat. And um, we're going to talk about kind of the main energy of it. If you have an open one, if you have a closed one and its relationship to the other centers that it's attached to um, and how how that kind of works. But I wanted to do these two together because they really do work together. They can't they don't really work separately. Um, I also wanted to mention that I am starting a human design course. So predominantly, it's going to help you read and understand your own chart. But there are going to be elements in it that allow you to understand human design on a whole. It's available on my website, www.candywishman.com. And um, I just want to share all this really cool information with other people and help them feel more empowered. So uh, I hope you guys have a great day and take care.